Welcome to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint, the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. Now, let's meet our hosts. Hi, I'm Dana Crawford. And I'm Wayne Jordan. In today's episode number 12 of Flip It or Skip It, we're going to be talking about trucker hats. Trucker hats. I wonder where that term came from, actually. Well, I think uh, I started seeing hats like that probably in the 70s. Mm-hmm. It may have been sooner than that, but they they used to be called gimmies. And they were advertising swag. And they were popular with uh, farm stores and lumber stores and hardware stores and that sort of thing. And they just give them out to the blue-collar workers that would come in, you know, the, the farmers and mechanics and truck drivers and so on. And uh, eventually, they just became known as trucker hats. So uh, they've been called trucker hats now for probably 20 years. Dice. But they're everywhere. They are. And they're, I know every time I, I pass a Waffle House, I think of my dad wearing the trucker hat from the Waffle House. Really? I think I've got one hanging in my closet from a local insurance company or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, but they're, they're still around. Uh, the one One thing about trucker hats that causes me to not wear them uh, is the backs are usually some kind of mesh and well i like a little more coverage than the mesh i mean i don't have any natural ground cover up there so (laughs) you know bald guys are, are never far away from their hats and when i wear that one i'm always concerned that i'm going to get a a checkerboard tan line in my head or something (laughs) That's a possibility. <laughs> uh, the ones that I wear, I think, are are called dad hats. Have you ever heard of dad hats? No. Is that like mom jeans? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, trucker hats, what, what makes them distinctive is they have a very tall front. You have the brim of the hat, mm-hmm. and then you have the crown of the hat, the part that goes over your head. And the the point at which the crown meets the brim is almost 90 degrees. I mean, it goes up pretty high so that the advertising will be clearly displayed. And then the, the front of it kind of wraps around to the middle, and then the back half of the hat is the mesh. Mm-hmm. So uh, with a dad hat, the dad hats hug your gall a little more, your scalp there, Front isn't as high and and uh, just kind of lays back a little bit. It's a little more casual looking. I, I prefer to wear those, but uh, you know, I've got. It's hard to avoid ending up with. I could have a closet full of trucker hats if I was to take every one that was offered to me. Well, it's too bad you don't, Wayne, because um, selling them in bulk is mm-hmm. has been kind of a bit of a trend on eBay where people have been um selling them in box lots. I just saw one well, I saw one that was asking they were asking three thousand and they accepted an offer. 
And then another one had 267. They also call them snapback trucker hats. Right. Right. And they're, they were asking 2,500, but I did find one that, that, um, accepted a, or that was an auction and they, the auction closed at $1,645 for 75 trucker snapback hats. Wow. Ka-ching. Ka-ching. Okay. Well, uh, I think I'll go move some guitar cases out of a closet and start filling up that space with trucker hats. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. The, the snapback thing, is, of course, has to do with the closure in the back. It's sure. pl- plastic tabs with the holes in the studs. But uh, I've also, I don't know if trucker hats all have snapbacks. I've seen some hats with Velcro in the back mm-hmm. and, Mine has the buckle and the strap in the back. Sure, that's common. Yeah. The mesh on the back is is also the selling point of the the older styles. But although Mm -hmm. I've seen them at American Eagle, you Mm -hmm. know, and I can remember when my son was young and the hats started coming back and they'd Mm -hmm. be distressed. They'd have, and they were brand new. Right, right. Yeah, and the, the edges would be torn up. I was like, why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> yes, and then my son started liking um baseball, I call them baseball caps that were mm-hmm. um the larger brim on the front and then he would have to keep his stickers on it. And that made no sense to me. But <laughs> The, the the young men liked that style of mm-hmm. having um, the team, like he liked the Chicago Bears or whatever. Right. And then it had that official NFL sticker in the um, hologram sticker. Right, right. And sometimes the sticker would be underneath the brim or on top of the brim. But I think it was under the brim that the boys, mm-hmm. the young guys liked the best. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But they wore it with the brim in the front, right? Yes. Right. Yes. Right. I always threatened my wife that I was going to buy her a hat that she could wear where the brim was in the back because she has the eyes in the back of her head. <laughs> and that would shade them. But she doesn't, she didn't like that remark. I bet not. I bet <laughs> not. When was the last hat that you bought, Wayne? That I bought. Wow. I get so many of them. Um, the last hat that I bought, it was I went to a movie premiere locally that was about the uh, Galax Old Time Fiddlers Convention. It's oh, been running every year for 80 plus years. And there was a movie made about it called Fiddlin'. And uh, my wife and I went to the premiere and uh, they were selling... Uh, black hats that were uh, Velcro back fastener with uh, the Fiddlin logo across the front in white. That was the last one I actually bought. Wow. That sounds cool. Yeah. That might be worth yeah. a few bucks. Well, I think so, because, I mean, the, the film did fairly well, but it wasn't a smash hit. It was... Uh, low-budget production, and, and there can't be that many of those hats around. And whenever I wear it, people around here go, wow, where did you get that hat? 
Well, I got it at the Rex Theater, but they don't have them anymore. So Yeah. Well, I saw on Worth Point that um, a box lot of John Deere vintage mm-hmm. hats sold for $1,000 in November. How many? How many hats? Yeah, it looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight hats for $1,000? That's what it looks like in the picture. No, I'm sorry. Excuse me. It was seven. Seven hats. Seven John Deere vintage, like old stock, new old stock, that term we talked about before. Right, right. How about that? I don't know. That seems an awful lot for a a hat, but... um... You know, there's got to be more to the value of things than just having something to put on your head because, you know, you can pick up a, you know, Major League Baseball hat or something like that for $20, and you can buy right. hats all day long anywhere for, for a lot less than that. So I'm sure that the value has something to do with the advertising on the cap. Well, Sure. Yeah, the advertising is is huge. Like, mm-hmm. for example, a Levi's um, denim trucker hat sold for $974 last September. Whoa. I guess I'm wondering where people find these branded hats. I mean, these days you can find, you find these hats everywhere. But the ones that I see are generally from local businesses that use them as advertising swag. But I I can't imagine Levi giving away these hats. I'm, I would think that they sell them. I don't know. What do you think? No, I think I think it was probably a and maybe an employee kind of thing. Um, right. That maybe the the workers wore. Last time I was in a Salvation Army, they had mm-hmm. um, one of those racks on the wall that was um, like a like you would put. Plant, you would have your roses grow and right. like a trellis, a trellis. A trellis, right. And they had clips all along it where hats were hanging and trucker hats were all full of it. And I can hmm. remember going over to it. Um, this was probably a couple of years ago and being able to pull off which ones were good and which ones had snapbacks. So I think mm-hmm. the key when you're out thrifting is to look, of course, at the back of the hat and then see, right. you know, if it's a snapback or if it's one of the modern, you know, slide on clips that you right. see at the right. the pro shops at the golf right. places. Right. But um, I did really well. I, I actually remember grabbing a bunch of them and they were a quarter a piece at Salvation Army. And I really, I, yeah, I, I think I have one left in my eBay store, but I wow. did sell most of them. Okay. This is a good spot to take a break. So we will be back in a minute after a word from our sponsor. Hey, eBay sellers, it pays to know what you've got and what it's worth. That's why you need WorthPoint. WorthPoint.com is the world's largest resource for pricing antiques and collectibles with millions of items, photos, and sold-for prices. With their free mobile app for iPhone and Android, you can carry the power of WorthPoint right in your pocket wherever you go. For a 7-day, 7-look-up free trial, go to WorthPoint.com. All right, we're back with uh, Dana and uh, yours truly, and we're discussing flipping trucker hats 
Trucker hats are easy to find, in my opinion, because at the thrift stores and even at the garage sales, people Mm -hmm. don't think much about researching them. I don't think that um, the knowledge is there on the value right. of them as, right. as many other items. So I think, I think uh, trucker hats are easy to flip. Right. Oh, I agree. I agree. Uh, and as the word gets out, uh, more and more pickers are out looking for them. But the general mindset of the public is that, oh, who would want to? Who would want this old hat? And they toss right. it in a box or something, and and uh, they tend to accumulate. I mean, I've got an accumulation. Uh, I had to put it into to my getting them. I might take your advice and start <laughs> grabbing a few more of them. Right. Uh, you mentioned um, the the thrift shop. I looked at uh, the website this morning for Shop Goodwill, mm-hmm. and yes. I saw uh, here is a 1982. Willie Nelson and family trucker hat. Ooh. Uh, it's got three people bidding on it. The current price is $15, and it's got about another six days to go on the auction. Shipping price is $275, something like that. But um, I decided to cross-check that, and I took a look at uh, WorthPoint and eBay, and on Worth Point, I found an identical hat, vintage 1982 Willie Nelson and family trucker mesh uh, snapback hat. Uh, looks new. And it sold It sold for $57. Oh. And there's another one uh, on eBay, the same snapback cap. Uh, the guy says, I think I wore it once on, at a 4th of July picnic. It sold for $123 plus $8 shipping. So, you know, I think that's somebody's going to snap up that uh, that cap snap. on Shop Goodwill and triple their money at the very least. Sure. Yeah, that's a good tip, Wayne, because I've bought um, cowboy boots actually on Shop Goodwill. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a good it's a good place um, to source. Local auctions as well mm-hmm. as eBay. And, you know, the thing mm-hmm. is, as we learn about selling on eBay, it's all about keywords. A lot of people are not familiar with keywords, so they may right. just put John Deere baseball cap. Right. And not use trucker, not use snapback, which right. are important keywords. Right. So if you're... um if you're wanting to source and look for items, you could use the the words that are common and look for lowest price first on eBay and start looking for people that don't have them list listed properly. Exactly. I'm looking at this listing from uh, uh, eBay, uh, the one on the Willie Nelson. Yes. And if I read the headline here, it says, uh, trucker mesh sand p- back. They misspelled snapback. They transposed the N and the A. So uh, anyone then looking for, for a, a snapback hat might want to try a few spelling variations because that's uh, clearly a, an error. I, I mean, the, and I suspect that uh, this was an auction. 
that's going to uh, a mistake like that is going to cut down on the number of people you have bidding on the auction. Don't you think? Oh, yes. Yes, but again, um, you know, the snipers or or the people that are are flippers a lot of times will look for misspelled. I know that's common in like on Cupid dolls or different categories like Doc Martin shoes. People look for different ways to spell them so mm-hmm. that they can find out the, you know, find the good bargain that they can flip. When you go out picking, what is your favorite venue to go picking at? Would you say it's estate sales or garage sales or flea markets? What works for you? Personally, I like garage sales. Uh, Mm -hmm. Florida is loaded with them (laughs) every weekend. Right. And um, like, for example, when I needed to get some extra bills paid or if I needed uh, the kids needed some extra equipment for football or soccer or whatever, mm-hmm. and I needed to to make some quick funds, I would just plan a route for the garage sales and and say, Lord, lead me to the goods. And it always seemed to work. <laughs> good, good. Uh, nice to have that energy on your side. <laughs> My favorite's actually flea markets. Okay. Um, just because the the tables just set up, they're there, they're all day. Garage mm-hmm. sales, you got to get out of bed. Drive. You got to hit there. <laughs> the you know you got to be there early. Yep. And what if you choose the wrong one? What if the good one right. was number three on your list? You know, <laughs> I mean, you, you still go, and I've I've made some good purchases at uh, garage sales. Uh, estate sales, I have executed mm-hmm. a lot of estate sales, you know, mm-hmm. as, as an auctioneer and, and estate sale operator. Uh, I've executed it often, but there's just you know you have to control the environment in the house so you can only let so many people in right and you know so you give them numbers or whatever sort of method you use and then you need a big crew to keep an eye on all the various rooms and lines of sight so that mm-hmm. people aren't stuffing things in their coats and so right. on which happens so there as a shopper i don't like to shop them as much mm mm-hmm. mhm just because, you know, I don't like to get up that early for that sort of thing. <laughs> and sometimes by the time I get there, the things are picked over. So I that's what originally got me looking for a paper. We talked about magazines and mm-hmm. and that sort of thing in, in another episode. And that's one of the reasons that I started picking those is that um, the early birds don't often look for that kind of thing. That's They're right. They're going... They're going for the glass and the ceramics and, True. and uh, the the uh, vintage clothing, that sort of thing. And, you know, they walk right by. And I'll tell you what else they'd walk right by is trucker hats. Sure. Don't they you do. think? Yes, yeah. I do. I actually just went to a, an estate sale now a couple of weeks ago. And um, I noticed there were trucker hats on the bed in the bedroom you know, on mm-hmm. estate sales, they have it all throughout the house. Right. And um, I noticed some hats on the bed, but I wasn't interested in them. What caught my eye that day was the the clothing. It was the end of the day, and all that was left was the ugly Christmas sweaters. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> and in Florida, this time of year, you can buy a lot of Christmas sweaters. Cause <laughs> I'll bet. I'll bet. Yeah. So is that what you ended up with? That I did. Ugly I did. Christmas they were sweaters. all... Yeah, they were all name brand. That's uh -huh. why I bought them. But okay, the last hat that I bought was at the Long Beach Flea Market with mm -hmm. Will and the crew from Worth Point, and we were doing a treasure hunt. And it was the end of the day, and that's when I kind of look for items for myself. And I noticed there was a tent set up with the word "yup" all across the top, uh -huh. and I thought. Is that the guy, Dave Hester from Storage Wars? <laughs> and it was. So, yep, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so I went over there and I said, How much are your hats? And he said, Five dollars. And I, and I kept looking at him because he was shorter than right. I thought. <laughs> right. So it's all on the camera angle. <laughs> So I kept looking at him thinking, is that really him or mm -hmm. is it a brother? And I wasn't really sure it was him or not. And so I went ahead and bought the hat. And as I was walking away, I had my back and I heard him go, yep. And it was <laughs> definitely him. And then I turned around and I got kind of starstruck, but I wish I would have had him sign it. Oh, that would have been nice. Yes, um, hats hats are definitely a fun a fun kind of thing to flip. And the other great thing is they are so easy to ship. Tell tell me about that. How, how would you ship a hat? Well, if it was a low end hat, I mm -hmm. I may just wrap some um, tissue paper around it and put it in a a Tyvek bag or a, mm -hmm. a, a plastic mailing bag type. Right. However, if, if it was a couple hundred dollars or it was a higher end hat, I'm probably going to put it in, in a box that most of them would fit in the priority mail seven by seven by six box. Right. You can't get those at the post office. You have to order those from right. the USPS website and they are free. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, you really should insure a higher end hat when you, you right. know, you're selling them for a few hundred bucks. Oh, I agree. Last thing I got, I got a, a book last week that was in a Tyvek bag, but it had a big old boot print in it. Oh, no. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I said, uh, hey, somebody has, you know, stood on my, and <laughs> that, you know, that's, those things happen, but fortunately it was a book, so there wasn't any damage. But if it had been a hat, it would have just got smooshed. Yes, yes. And that, that can affect that snapback. Right. That could that right. could get damage actually. Right. But I think that um when I put them in a box, I generally just put tissue around it and mm -hmm. I do put everything in plastic bags right. just to protect the items from the elements. Right. So I'll put it in a plastic bag. I'll put tissue wrap around it and then I'll put it in a plastic bag and then right. and then gently put it in the box so that the brim doesn't bend and that's important right. as well. If the box right. usually those those size boxes you can put you can fold the back end of the hat in right and then put it sideways in your box and it's pretty well protected. So this uh Storage Wars hat that you got from Long Beach. Do you wear that? 
I wear it in my Florida room when I'm listing items on eBay about mm-hmm. four o'clock. I have to put it on because the sun comes in the window. Right. So for about 20 minutes, I wear it brimmed down. I right. actually bought it for my husband, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so so the answer to my question, do you wear that? You should have said, yep. <laughs> I like the way you say it better. <laughs> well, you know, I live up here in the hills of Virginia. You know, I hear that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Well, we I think we definitely um, agree that trucker hats are a sure thing when it comes to don't skip them. No, do not skip them. Absolutely flip them. Okay, Dana, we have come to the end of episode 12. I picked up some good hints for this one, and and I think uh, the next time someone offers me a free trucker hat, I'm just going to grab it (laughs) and start accumulating them until I have a box lot, and then I'll I'll sell the (laughs) box lot. But these things are so easy to find, and uh, it's a shame to pass them up. Absolutely, Wayne. I I think definitely don't keep on trucking and and go past those hats when you're out and about because don't skip them because you want to flip them. That's right. I'd like to thank our listeners for joining us for this episode and we will see you next week. You've been listening to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint.com the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. Point.